into me see, right? I see into you, intimacy. And I have to appreciate what is there. And then I can go further. Then I can connect with you. Intimacy does not exist uh, solely in this physical space. It is also existing in this uh, emotional and mental and spiritual state as well. What is going on, everybody? What's Welcome happening? back to another episode of the Intellectual Podcast, where we're trying to put a little nuance in the polarizing conversations of the internet. Yes. We're your hosts, Jem and Renee. Yep. And we're here. We're talking about some cool things. We're wrapping it up. Yeah. We're, yeah, a little, a moment of silence, play the little mm-hmm. sad music. <laughs> tiny violin. Tiny violin for a little series. Yeah. First series of the podcast, and we are a little attached to it. Yeah, it's our first baby. And I think um, you guys may have heard mm-hmm. the growing pains. We really, like, kind of fleshed out yeah. the type of podcast we were trying to be right. through this little series. Yeah. And... On the back end, it was really good for us. And then Mm -hmm. on the front end, it became what you guys are listening to. And wrapping it up is like, I'm feeling a little sentimental. I'm not going to lie. That shit's kind of crazy. No, I I agree. Like I said, and like I've been saying, it just feels like our little baby. But Mm -hmm. it's like, it's opening the doors to uh, dive into more conversation um, and into more interesting topics and whatnot. Right. Um, more things that I think are interesting about interpersonal dynamics and relationships yeah. and expanding on that. But I think this was like the perfectly good foundation yeah. to start us out. So like we're not having like now we can reference ourselves right. when we're talking about things instead of like right. bringing in a bunch of well, I heard this from here and then on mm-hmm. TikTok and all this stuff. Like, now, yeah. now, we, now we can No, we our- said things and we yeah. have things to say on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of being an introduction to the way that our brains work right. and our perspectives on relationships and dating mm-hmm. um, for, like, the audience to kind of have an introduction to us. I feel like this was, like, a really great framework to do that. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah, so I now the, the door is open. The opportunities... After this are endless. Endless. Yes. I'm excited. But we still have to that. wrap up yeah, this. Yeah, we still have to wrap this. <laughs> we still have to do this like, episode. It's not over. Not yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not what we're saying about it. But um, so we're, what's, uh, what are we actually talking about? Today, we are going to wrap it up by talking about cultivating intimacy in oh, a relationship. Yeah. Oh. It is such like a daunting uh, you're like, it's so sweet. Yeah, it's so daunting. I'm yeah. just like, oh, what a perfect thing to wrap <laughs> up on. It is perfect, 100%. Because mm. I think that like, as I was going to say, yeah. it feels daunting, like tackling intimacy in a relationship right. or just tackling intimacy as a person. Maybe mm. it's because of just who I Do am as a human. you struggle with intimacy, whoa, Renee? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We ain't getting into that today. I know it. I feel the the Ooh. reverse flip because I feel right. like I do that to you right. a remember, lot. <laughs> remember, You're like, remember, remember. Like remember, I know things too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't use it against you yeah. because I thought we, you know what I mean. But nah, see, what are friends? That's oh what friends God. are for. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna skip over that. I feel attacked. <laughs> um, you know, but intimacy. Like I feel like it's like. Because it's always talked about. It's kind of this like thing that floats like, oh, yes, intimacy is so important. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard to tackle that. Then when you're like with a person, you're like, let's be more intimate. Let's connect more. I feel like we're not connecting. Yeah. It's like, all right. What do we do? And granted, changes from person to person. And that's also like the hard part. Mm -hmm. Um, But it changes from person to person. But unlike, like relationships yeah. that are so variant. Mm-hmm. Intimacy 
looks like something. Yeah. Right. It totally. should. There's a universal, universality, universality, universality. Right. See exactly. <laughs> try to try to help me it's out. It's universal. Yeah. It's it's a universal thing. It's yeah. a, it looks like a thing and looks universal and it's probably the same. It's the same from the from the little snails mm-hmm. all the way up to our big brain situation. Wow. Yeah. Snails. No whales are intimate in the same way. Uh. That humans are. I thought you said snails. I did say snails. Oh. <laughs> I'm also pulling that out of my ass. I don't know if that's true, but it sounds right. It feels right. It feels right. You know what? Run correct. with the king. Run right. with it. <laughs> but yeah, someone fact check me on that because I'm, I'm pretty sure whales mate for life, probably. Some yeah. species or whatever. Yeah. Ma- Bonobos I do. Oh. Are those monkeys, mm-hmm. right? Oh, monkeys are so yeah. cute. I like the ones that have like all the fur and then the butt is just furless. Uh, baboons. Yeah, they're little Purple butts. Purple butt ass. <laughs> you and asses. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. But yeah, no, I think I think it looks like something. And this is true. There are certain features and factors that you should be looking out for to yeah. know if you are achieving intimacy. Yeah. And if you are achieving something very different, and if you do achieve something mm-hmm. different, please. Yeah. I'm curious. What, I wanna, what, what are you doing? What path did you take? <laughs> yeah, I, I must know. Mm-hmm. No, this is very true. It does. It, it's this, it's a, it's the same feeling, you know, even like within. And then if, when you see like people who are like really well connected mm-hmm. uh, and you know, they have like good intimacy and they're yeah. like, you can, you can sense that, you, you know? know what it actually looks like. What? Um, I always characterized it as little worlds. Ah, yes, right? yes, yes. So the more intimate you are with your partner, mm-hmm. the more you can go off into your own little world. Oh my gosh! And yeah. isolate from the surround. Like you're there, mm-hmm. but you're with each other in that moment. Yeah. And I see that all the time, and I'm so jealous of it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like fuck both of you. First you're of like, all. damn. Yeah, that's, for sure. I hate that, but like, also, it's a really cool thing. Yeah. Depends how much I like the person. Yeah. No, that actually is funny. Uh, I was just talking about that with, with Matt. We were talking, we were just, how are we putting it? Our relationship is like a whole like third person that we're mm-hmm. like creating together. And yeah. like as much as you can like explain to other people your relationship, only us can like really know how yeah. that is and what that is. Because like it's literally our own like mm-hmm. Thing. Unique to you, and it should be. Yeah, it should be. It shouldn't necessarily make sense to people. It shouldn't be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Within reason. Yeah, exactly. Y'all this just don't true. understand my relationship. No, your relationship is <laughs> insane. It's a little toxic. Yeah, <laughs> a little toxic. I, don't, I can't understand why you're in it. Yes, we understand it very right. well. Please. Right. I want you to get out of it. <laughs> right. Please leave. But no, you and Matt actually do that little world thing a lot. When I first met. Him. Oh, do we really? Yeah. When I first met him, that was a thing that was another box check for me. <laughs> I was like, so what he said was what he said. I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Mm-hmm. But then when you guys were together, the little moment that you guys had, the isolated little moments, I was like, oh, uh, cool. You guys, like, you really like this person. Yeah. And I will always say, <laughs> yeah, for all the men out there, stop trying to um, convince women to like you. 100%. Yeah, I, totally. I think people should stop trying to convince other people to but like men them. specifically. <laughs> I know you hate the binaries. I know you <laughs> so, I know you really hate binaries. We were literally just I'm, having this conversation yeah, like, like right before, before this. But like men <laughs> specifically, stop trying to convince women to like you. Because but like this, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna make say your point. Right. Sorry. So the the reason I say that is because men can participate in a mode of action without necessarily feeling as strongly as they might need to. Mm-hmm. They can come around, right? Okay. Women don't come around. 
Mm. You will spend all your time, your energy, your money, your resources trying to get this girl to like you. Yeah. And she'll be with you, right? Mm -hmm. But she'll always cave to a guy that she actually likes. Yeah. And that's how you get those situations where, like, I did everything that you wanted me to, this, that, and the other. What happened is just like, mm -hmm. I'm just not feeling it anymore. I have to, like, choose me. I have to focus on myself. I have sure. to do X, Y, Z. It's like, nah, she just never liked you in the first place, fam. Yeah. She was just going with emotions yeah. because of whatever. There's like a myriad of different reasons. Right. But get with a girl that likes you because a girl that likes you will be down for you mm -hmm. and will give you the life that you're trying to get out of these bullshit ass women. Yes. So, and also really like them back too. <laughs> yeah. For I just, the, I need to make that clear. Right, for all the, for all the women think, that love men, stop giving all your energy and your time for men that just aren't reciprocating. Yes. Because that, that breaks my heart. That's honestly sadder to me than a man that's going broke for a girl that doesn't like it. I just, I, I in general, just don't like seeing, I, th I think it's very devastating to see like someone take advantage of someone's like feelings and, and their generosity because of that. Mm. And their like the things they do because they care about you and really like you and are really into you. And you, especially if it's like, you know, you don't like them as much. Yeah. That like, that like hurts me for both parties. Yeah. You know for what I mean? Me, for me, it's always like I participate until I know mm -hmm. that they like me more than I'll ever like them. Yeah. And I stop. And then, and then you dip. And you know what? For sure. For sure. Do that. As long as you step away once, you know, cause it's under, like, it's understandable. You maybe not know at first how much the feelings are, but once it becomes aware, mm -hmm. their feelings are more than yours and you never want to be in a relationship with them or whatever. Just, just leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, just leave them alone. That's but what all if I have to they say. don't want to leave you alone? <laughs> uh, right? No, right? I still think set the boundary. Don't interact with them. At what point them. does it become the individual's problem for their interaction with you? Why? Because you don't want anything from them. They I love the attention. Oh my gosh. No, I think just like, like, I don't know. Don't interact in it. You can perfectly find other people right. who will want to engage casually. Scenario, with you. right? A little tangent. Okay. <laughs> We're having a little good time. Meet this girl. She's fun. She's cool. Whatever. Mm -hmm. We're vibing. We both are interacting, right? She yeah. develops feelings. She clearly likes me more than I like her. Mm -hmm. Right. I tell her what the what the deal is because mm -hmm. I noticed that. I was like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm just like chilling. It's not that serious. And she's like, okay. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't change her behavior. Mm -hmm. When does that stop being my problem and my responsibility and starts falling on the adult human that I'm interacting with? Totally. I mean, I understand I that. I communicated my intent. But that's what you're but that is what I'm saying. Like that's not exactly what the scenario that I'm talking about, right? Mm. And even within that scenario, at some point, I just don't understand how that can be like fun or like, I just don't, I don't understand how that can be fun when you are having someone like pine after you, you're constantly having to like put them at bay. Who said we're putting them at bay? I just, it just feels like you're taking advantage. You are. And like, especially when you become in, cognizant of that fact that you are taking advantage of someone, someone who continues to then engage in that. Cause don't get me wrong. I have dated guys in the past where like I could sense that they were definitely into me more and I kind of interacted in it a little longer than I wanted to. But mm -hmm. eventually no matter how much of the attention that I enjoyed, I did not enjoy the fact that 
I, because I became so aware of that fact that I was never going to be at the same point in my feelings as them, mm. I was taking advantage of their kindness, of their attention. And like when I'm robbing them of the opportunity to let, to move on and go find someone who's going to reciprocate that energy. You're just a very sentimental individual. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. Okay. Because I told you to go find other people. <laughs> That's what that's what I said. Go find them, please find them. Because I'm not going to sure. give you what you want. But if you want to keep giving me, because mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, attention is attention. Yeah, I am not discriminatory unless like you're ugly. Mm. In which case, I don't want that attention. No one should want that <laughs> attention. It is what it is. Like if I don't, I'm not attracted to you. Yeah, I don't want your attention. Fair but enough. But like if you are attractive enough for me to want your attention, and you're giving me your attention without like any limits. And I told you what the situation was, and you just want to keep doing that. I'm not asking for it. I'm not demanding it. And you just want to keep doing that. That's on you, fam. Okay. Because I'm not talking to a child. Mm. You're a grown ass person. You're 25. You're 27. Yeah. Why do I have to care about like what you're actively choosing to do? I told you what the deal was. I just don't know. How to, I. It's more so like, why would you want to continue interacting? Because in I like attention. But you can get attention elsewhere. But I can get that attention and keep this attention. <laughs> oh my gosh, you a win -win are situation. attention whore. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent attention slut. Yeah. Let it call it what it is. Oh my god. And I will. I, will, I yeah. I don't care. Oh my god. I do not care. That's on. That's on them. Or less less aggressive like jokes all jokes aside, yeah right? all jokes aside um i do find it like that's something that i'm act i'm always asking myself like, yeah i find myself in these situations a lot yeah actually for what it's worth and i'm always curious like i usually end up doing what you are saying yeah right? you know you know I do. yeah but it's like how um like, why should I have to do that? Is this really my responsibility? And I'm always grappling with these ideas in my right, head. Right, right. Because, like, I personally just don't know. Like, mm -hmm. for the sake of just, like, morality or just, like, yeah. not wanting to deal with drama or whatever, I default to what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day... It, How much it's, is it's it your responsibility? Yeah, it's really not. It's, like, it's really not, but I can't separate myself from my actions in that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, why don't you tell us what the question of the day today is? I mean, that's a great question. Yeah. That's a great question. Or the concept of the day that you are bringing to the audience before we get into the episode. My question was simple, and I thought it was going to wrap up the series before that little tangential situation. But yeah. I guess it kind of applies, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. What do relationships mean to you? Mm. Why Why do you pursue relationships? What What are you trying to get out of it? Yeah. And has this little outline of what relationships should look like helped you in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good good add-on to that. Let I me, agree. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Has it added any clarifications or... Mm. Has it helped you th mm -hmm. think about things? Has yeah. It, what, has it, what has hearing this done for you? Yeah. I like that. Did I you like hate that it? Did you think it was useless information? <laughs> Let me know that too, because then we can try again. Oh, God. Right? I don't mind negative feedback. No, me neither. It's just the way that you said it. <laughs> this was, was this useless information yeah, well, this to you? Yeah, useless for you. Yeah. No, but that's also... I mean, if I heard it, it would be kind of useless for me, but that's yeah. because I already know it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, like, that's why I'm here talking about yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> it's always good to like 
even like when I listen back to our episodes, like it, it, it it's nice to listen to because then it kind of just jogs your brain and mm-hmm. then you kind of go down paths. That's why yeah. I enjoy listening to podcasts in general. Yeah, same. Um, I don't think our shit would be useless. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. We would not be here. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's good that we don't feel that our shit's useless. <laughs> like otherwise, that'd be kind why, of why are you here? Why are we here exactly? Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. but uh, I think also too why we decided to cultivating intimacy that's what we're going to be going into today that's a big as much as what we talked about last week in terms of like negotiating your terms of what you want from a relationship Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff uh intimacy is also a huge component of that needs solid foundational work that you should enter or start from the jump of entering into a relationship as much as those terms of relationships. So these two concepts kind of as a way to close up and, and send you off on this Mm -hmm. perfect relationship that we have created. Um, Finishing with the most aggressive concept. Exactly. Exactly. We, uh, we between our, and on the back end, the way that we characterize these ideas was we, Compared it to building a house, right? Yeah. I think we mentioned that in one of the episodes too. So Yeah, we have. The, um, your self-perception and your self-actualization is the foundation. Mm-hmm. The way that you date in the first month and second months are the beams. The exclusivity mm-hmm. is the, the wall, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The negotiation is the furniture. Mm-hmm. And now the intimacy is the... The beautiful, beautiful decorations, the flowers, the vibes, the plants, yeah, the paintings, the paintings, the TV, the decor, yes, all that beautiful stuff. So you're really like fleshing out the spirit of your home, Mm -hmm. the home being the relationship, yeah, through this intimacy, intimacy cultivation. Right. So we want to give you guys some tools on how to cultivate intimacy. Like mentally, physically, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's it. What's the third? <laughs> yeah. I was actually, I was like, wait, I was like, I don't think there's a third that mentally, we are at least diving into today. Yeah, emotionally, yeah, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's been fun. I say that like the podcast is over. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> but it feels the feeling. Like I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, but we have defined the kind of tools i kind of see it as like characteristics Mm -hmm. you know of of intimacy um and the things that are habits i guess required or i see them as habits and also characteristics is interesting but things Mm -hmm. that can be developed um as like a person that are important i guess as you phrased it the psychological tools uh of intimacy Mm -hmm. do you want me to say them yeah All right. So the tools that we have laid out, we have a a beautiful number five. Yes, my favorite number. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is it really? That was my favorite number. I I think you have told me this before. Mm. I think I do know that. Um, So the first being gratitude, patience, honesty, empathy, and trust. Trust took us forever to figure out. Yeah, we were like, "What is that?" What do people need in relationships? There's a fifth one. not, not as not as having a relationship podcast. Right. Be like, well, what are the what things is required to create intimacy? <laughs> Trust, bitch. What's is that the, like pr- the most obvious one? Come we on. cannot think of. That's always how it works. So when you're trying yeah. to think of these things, the most obvious one is the least obvious one. Exactly, exactly. Um, but in you, no particular order, though, right? Mm-hmm. Gratitude, patience, honesty, right. empathy, and trust. Right. 
they're all equally as important. Right. And they're all uh, muscles being consistently exercised. Mm-hmm. And and some of them you may be better at doing than others, right? right? Um, oftentimes that is the case. You're, mm-hmm. Some people are better at, at different aspects, you know? Um, but kind of just getting into it, uh, uh, starting with the first one with gratitude mm-hmm. of like why that is it, I guess why that is a trait of intimacy and why that's important. I think um, you are better equipped to talk about this than I. Gratitude. This one is actually well, because of, because you. of yeah. my relationship and mm-hmm. what we. I don't. Not. I don't. I'm not my saying. I don't know. Um, you do know. I do know. I'm like <laughs> formulating the words. Gratitude is showing appreciation. It's it's showing that you see the work that your partner does mm. for you. Yeah. And. And, and making it known to them that you are grateful for that. Um, and that is like a, a, a way to make your partner feel seen and also to help them feel as if they are not being taken for granted mm-hmm. or being used, abused, yeah, abused. <laughs> right? Because yeah. um, then, w- then without that, you're just kind of doing these things and no one's kind of recognizing the other. Also, it's it's also a, a way of communicating to your partner that you do appreciate these things. It's something mm-hmm. that does make you feel loved or um, et cetera. So they're like, oh, it's like a, a, an affirmation that these, like, oh, you are doing, I don't want to say the right thing, but this does make me feel good. Yeah, and I like do appreciate exactly. you're on the right track. Right, exactly. But I want to um, dive a little bit deeper into two words that you said, right? Okay making them feel seen mm-hmm. and recognition. Yeah. Right. Right. Because like we were saying this entire time, relationships are a lot of work. Relationships are mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. How, and just like think in your own life, the things that you've been doing mm-hmm. that you have to do for yourself Yeah. and how hard it can become. Like there's some mm-hmm. days that you just think that the entire world is against you mm-hmm. because, um, you've been working so hard in silence and it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. It doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like you're producing what you want to produce. Right. But you still have to work hard and there's like no support there. Yeah. Imagine doing that for another person and having a similar situation. Mm, Yeah. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Right. It's it's exhausting in the sense that um, you doing this for the other person, even though last episode we're talking about doing it for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. There is a huge component that is doing it for the other person. Not necessarily that you need recognition, yeah, but you're giving of yourself. Yeah. You're giving of yourself constantly, constantly, constantly. And if that isn't ever like acknowledged, Mm -hmm. even to the point, just like maybe not a thank you, but Mm -hmm. just like uh, acknowledgement that it's occurring. Like, oh, I know that you're doing this. Like, I like that. Like, to keep doing that. It's like you start to feel Mm -hmm. that it's not even worth doing. Right. Because like it's not even being seen anyways. Right. And and even to like gratitude that this person is putting in that work to be in the relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Because relationships cannot be easy. Even, you know, thanking one another for, like, gratitude for showing that vulnerability. Like, thank you for showing mm-hmm. me more of yourself. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Right. that. That's crazy intimate. Are you kidding? 
I think all of those things, it, it's, in, it, it, it's encouraging because when those things become like expected, mm-hmm. it, it feels like a, it feels like more of a job, you yeah. know, it feels, it goes back to like uh, a relationship feeling transactional in, mm-hmm. in a way. And, um, or even on another level, mm-hmm. parental. Yeah. Because mm, how, interesting, yeah. how much of your interaction with your parents is just 100% one-sided. Yeah. They are not really appreciated. Like, they do mm. it because, they, I mean, they had you, sure. It's their right. responsibility. Right. But they give everything. Right. To, like, raise you and to, like, give you the best life, the best chance they can. hmm And the thank you, like, they get thank yous eventually. Right. But before you even have a concept of how to show gratitude, mm-hmm. they have to do that for, like, 10, 15 years. Right. With nothing. Right. And gratitude really is like i know i said like no order of importance right? <laughs> but gratitude really is the foundation mm. recognition is the foundation yeah being seen is the foundation intimacy yeah. which people often say into me see right mm. i see into you yeah intimacy right recognition is the first part of that yeah i have to see you yeah and i have to appreciate what is there right and then i can go further right then i can connect with it Right. If I'm not appreciating, if I'm not seeing, if I'm not recognizing, mm-hmm. then everything just stops right there. Right. Because there's no there's no more depth to go. You're not even digging mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 Gratitude. Yeah. Very important. It is. Very, very important. It really is. Yeah. Because I think it, it and it's it really is such an important like habit to create because as you your relationship continues as your as you become more and more of an adult and mm. more responsibilities uh hopefully eventually you know marriage you get married to this person you have kids with this person and like there's so many ways in which that um that can be broken down so easily if it's not um like just heavily like Uh, I forget, I'm trying to find the word, but just like really present in the relationship from the beginning. And there's like like conscious uh, effort to make that very present from the beginning Mm -hmm. because, you know, 15 years down the line, three kids, you guys are both working, all these things going crazy. You know, you're, you're doing so much for one another, but worlds are not crossing. And like, Mm -hmm. that is a, that is a moment as a way to like reconnect being like, Hey, I, I see you. Right. You've been working really hard you've been you know i've I've noticed like you've been taking care of the kids and Mm -hmm. been having issues or whatever i see you that's important and showing that appreciation that gratitude for that person i think it's very impossible to give the necessary effort Mm -hmm. without mutual gratitude Mm -hmm. right yeah like we were saying before i think this is a great time to talk about 50 50 yeah and why 50 50 just does not exist Mm, yeah Um, tell us jim I have a qualm <laughs> with the whole narrative around relationships are 50-50. And yeah. I see it on the internet a lot. People are starting to like qualify what that statement is. Totally. Um, the narrative being that everyone wants things to be more and more equal, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm giving X, you have to give X as well. Mm-hmm. But 50-50 just doesn't work. Yeah. Because 50 is half of 100%. Mm-hmm. And two halves... Don't make a hole yeah. when humans are involved, mm-hmm. right? You need two holes to make a hole yeah. because what is required in these interactions mm-hmm. don't work if you're 
half-heartedly trying to cultivate something on your end and like, all right, you yeah. give the other half. If you don't give the other half, mm -hmm. then I'm not going to give my half. And that's yeah. just silly. Right. I was going to say there's like, can be like some like, uh, like, are, are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. or, all right, mm -hmm. fine. Then I'll, you know what I mean? Like there's some yeah. hesitation there. Commitment there's... is 100%. Yeah. And you're just going to have to be 100%. Yeah. Right. Right. And in that, as you cultivate your relationship, as you, fall into the rhythm mm -hmm. of your interaction, you'll find that you don't always have 100% mm -hmm. to give. Yeah. And sometimes right. if you love this person, if you're committed to this person, your 100% will have to be 120 when they have 80. Yeah. 150 when they only have 50. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. If you're not already in it 100%, how impossible will mm. it be for you to give 120? Right. When it's necessary, if your right. relationship depends on it, when she just got into a car accident yeah. and she just like needs you to be there for her, yeah. when her mother dies, yeah. when was... he um, got fired from his job, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. These are the moments, just of the natural life occurrences that happen. Right. That Where you need to be able to step up for your partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Which is required because support, right? Yeah. That's why we're getting these, into these relationships. 100%. Um no one's going to be stepping up for you. Mm -hmm. No one's even going to be wanting to give 100% mm -hmm. if you are taking that for granted. Yeah, 100%. Right? If you're like, well, you're my partner. You should be doing this for me. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wrong. Immediately. Yeah. Or just like always like keeping tabs mm -hmm. too as well. Well, I did this. So you should be doing this. Yeah. If I did this. No. Right. It's like, okay. Blank sheet every day. Yeah. New, new scorecard. Yeah. New scorecard. 100%. Which isn't to say like you just become a martyr. In your relationship, <laughs> right? I am perfect. Really, really. Again, that's why we were talking about the negotiation. Mm -hmm. Be be active about what you need all the time. Yeah. But once those conversations are had, be down for your partner. Yeah. And appreciate the fact that they're down for you. Right. And you'll have a pretty good relationship. Be willing to give. Mm -hmm. I like the thing that came to my mind and uh, that maybe people are talking about two different things when they're talking about the 50-50 rule, but ultimately I think it maybe just comes down to the same thing. Sure. I was like, maybe people are talking about the 50, 50 rule in a more like physical sense. Um, so, so like, uh, I take out the lawn, I do the laundry, you take out the trash. Like the, I, uh, you work, I stay at home mom. Mm. I, you know what I mean? Like those more like physical versus like, obviously on a more like emotional, like mental, like spiritual level, uh, it's, it's always not going to be 50, 50. Right. right. Like um, I cook, you wash the dishes. Right. Right. Like sometimes it being, I don't want to wash the dishes. Yeah. So sometimes you cook and wash the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> and that should be okay. And that, right. And right. I'll cook and wash the dishes. Mm -hmm. I'll never wash the dishes. Yeah. I will never. No? no, you're not a dishwasher. No, I, I barely wash my own dishes. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm a big, like I, I keep up. Like I wash my dishes as I cook. Good for you. Yeah, because I don't. I need, to, I need to learn that. It's better to do it that way because then, you know, you're already cooking. Might as well start cleaning up so that by the time your food's ready, you're basically done. You don't have to have a whole other task after you're done cooking. It's already like mostly done. Anyways, um, yeah. So I wonder if it's like, and I I don't really see this uh, 
discussion on the internet too much uh, mm -hmm. before you brought it up to me. Besides like seeing like Michelle Obama's interview talking about she had mentioned this. Um, so I don't know exactly like what other people are specifically like referencing, but I mm -hmm. wonder if it's because there's always there's always debates on the internet talking about, you know, traditional roles and what's the woman's role in the relationship and the man's role mm -hmm. in the relationship and like uh, women feeling as if it's not 50 50, we have to do like, you know, child rearing in these days, and women are expected to work thing, as yeah. well. Um, and so it's like, you know, things aren't 50 50, but they should be more equal. So I wonder if it's on this more like physical level, if Perhaps. that makes sense. Um, and, and in that it's like, okay, yeah, maybe on a day to day basis that should be 50 50, but like also too, like you're saying extreme example, but you know, family member dies, mm -hmm. you know, you as a partner should be able to like pick up where you're while you're while your partner's grieving and like dealing with life and be able to support them in the ways that they need. Right. Which kind of taps into another one of the tools. What is That's that? That's definitely empathy. Mm, yeah. Right? That 100% is. Yeah. Want to talk about that since you love empathy so much? I actually hate empathy. A I lot, know that's <laughs> which why. Is wild. That's I was like. <laughs> but no, yeah, empathy, 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 empathy. Empathy is not necessarily feeling how your partner feels. Mm -hmm. It's not necessary because a lot of people think that it's like, oh, to feel empathetic, you have to mm -hmm. really like be invested and enveloped into like right, the sentiment. Like, uh, you are my twin soul. I mm -hmm. feel your pain. Right. No, it's not that <laughs> empathy is actually um, a logical response. It's mm -hmm. not an emotional one. Okay, explain. It's, what do you mean? It's because like sympathy mm -hmm. is like you get sad because of a person's hardship, right? Yeah. That's more emotional. Mm -hmm. Empathy is a logical um, observation. And understanding. And understanding, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like you not being affected by something that a person feels, is, feels really strongly about, mm -hmm. like you got stuck in traffic, yeah. right? And you're really upset about it. Yeah. Sympathy is like, oh, that's so sad. Here, like, let me, like, make you a coffee. Mm -hmm. Empathy is understanding why a person feels that way. Right. And understanding the implications of why mm -hmm. that makes them feel that way and mm -hmm. caring about those implications. Yeah. To the point where you're willing to sit there yeah. with them. And their emotions. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to fix it. You're yeah. not trying to correct it. Mm -hmm. You're willing to flesh out the experience with them. Right. And, and like, be supportive in that. Also, too, I guess when I, I think empathy, and I'm sure there are many other areas in which empathy is a huge tool in a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I see it used, at least in my relationship, really often when we are in places of conflict with mm -hmm. one another or we're trying to figure something out where the empathy component comes in, you know, your partner is reacting in a certain way that may be triggering to you mm -hmm. or that you just don't under, you may not initially understand, but taking the time to, um, or then like having that empathy for the other person, not only another tool of helping someone feel seen, understood. Mm -hmm. um, it also is useful to then figure out how to navigate that conflict right so you can not only understand where your partner's coming from and give them the proper space or whatever or or um console them in whatever way that they need mm -hmm. but to also know how to effectively then uh in a point of conflict 
communicate what you need. Mm. Now you understand where the other person, you understand where the other person's coming from. And so you can communicate in a way that, um, can help them help you help us mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Does that make sense? Exactly. You're seeing things from their perspective right? without, um, responding or reacting to it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So like they say something that's a little heated in the moment mm-hmm. and you, your instant reaction is to like say something back, something mm-hmm. to hurt them. Right. Mm-hmm. Empathy will allow you to, see the nature of what they're trying to communicate, Mm -hmm. even if they're not communicating that effectively. Right. So right. Very important. Why is that important to intimacy? Mm -hmm. On top of it being a tool for recognition and being seen, Mm -hmm. right? Feeling understood by your partner. Yeah. And then supporting your partner in that understanding Mm -hmm. cultivates a type of connection that is unique to the two of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that empathy that is unique to your partner and the that type of connection is the literal point mm-hmm. of why you decide not to see other people mm-hmm. and you focus on one person. Right. That's yeah. That understanding and that support is literally what you're cultivating. Yeah. No, this is very true. One hundred percent. Yeah. Next one. Patience. Ah, patience. It's such an obvious one, but it's tough. To be patient? I I guess what I had said at the beginning. It's a virtue. What do you mean? (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, but what I had said earlier right, when I was like before like listing these things, it's like characteristics of intimacy. Um, and some of them come more naturally than others. Sure. Patience for me is a hard one. Why is that so hard for you? Um, I mean, you like even I, I had my rant last week or the week before on the on, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I get really like frustrated with if I understand something super quickly and I don't always understand super, things super quickly. So mm-hmm. I expect yeah, patience aware, right? yeah. from other people. You need <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I require it. I demand right. it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. Um, but when I kind of understand something or um, super quickly, then I just want to move on, mm-hmm. you know? Or honestly, too, it is like an avoidant t- t- tactic as well, Um and impatience because you don't like like let's just move on and like mm-hmm. be done with it so there's like impatience in that versus like Not maybe it's actually really necessary the feeling and stuff like that exactly maybe it's necessary for us to sit and really delve into this conversation mm-hmm. or this topic or or whatever yeah going back to episode three right mm-hmm. conflict yeah Conflicts are necessary. Right. And they're necessary not because they lead you to a certain outcome, Mm -hmm. but processing those feelings together Mm -hmm. in the moment is what really deepens your connection. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can give a person the inner depths of your soul Mm -hmm. and they can respond and react to it. Yeah. But if they still choose to be with you, it's Mm -hmm. really, it's a positive impact to your understanding of this type of connection. Right. So if you're so quick mm-hmm. to not want to feel uncomfortable, just yeah. like rush through it, you're missing the entire point of having that conflict in the first place. Right. Which is why patience is required for intimacy. Otherwise mm-hmm. it isn't patience allows for, you know, for you to 
sit in whatever uncomfortable feelings also to in, appreciate and enjoy moments as well mm-hmm. um because to to cultivate intimacy requires a lot of sitting together mm-hmm. and oftentimes silence together yeah and oftentimes isolation mm-hmm. which if you are an anxious person might sound like <laughs> this sounds horrible right. sounds like torture to me mm-hmm. no exactly. thank you it might sound torturous but yeah like, no meditation mm-hmm. right the um, tantric meditation mm. not to really get into that right now right, right but right. that really focuses on breathing together and just like being 100 mm-hmm. percent present for like five minutes yeah and if you sit go find a partner and sit with them and just stare in their face in silence for five minutes mm-hmm. and feel how long that feels yeah and understand very quickly how much patience you actually have mm. right yeah patience like is a is a I don't, I don't know exactly how to put it is, is like a component of like being present or like as an indicator of presence mm-hmm. um, with your partner. And, and that being why it is it is here on our list of like intimacy, intimate. Yeah. yeah. Of an intimacy it's characteristic. So easy, it's so easy to dismiss patience as just something mm-hmm. that you need in a fight or when you're yeah. experiencing some negative reality that your partner's giving you like, Oh, she's being annoying. Right. Let me be patient because mm-hmm. it's like, but it's so much more than that. Yeah. Right. It's so much more than that. I think that it's like if empathy mm-hmm. is the tram, mm-hmm. then patience is the railing. Interesting. Go because on. or like the cords that the tram oh. is like connecting. You know, like the buses in yeah. LA that like follow the little line. Yeah. Yeah. Patience is the line. Um, okay. It's the line because it takes a moment to understand a separate feeling from your own Mm -hmm. and not necessarily want to react to it immediately yeah in order to respond to something that Mm -hmm. and especially if once you start interacting with your partner Mm -hmm. you start feeling their emotions yeah very readily especially if you're in the same space you start to assimilate to each other so yeah they're irritated in any way you immediately sense the yeah the The shift yeah Yeah, the shift right right to be patient Mm -hmm. when that's a very uncomfortable feeling mm-hmm. for you yeah is what enables you to actually understand what's having them feel that way totally patience is required first before you can be empathetic mm-hmm. before you can yeah have that empathy that patience is very true even facilitates mm, yeah empathy right because if you are trying to not feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. by whatever's bothering your partner mm-hmm. and like you were talking about this a lot yeah. Um, some of the earlier issues that you guys were having mm-hmm. was that I don't like you feeling uncomfortable. I'm a fixer. I'm a man. I want to mm-hmm. fix this. And I don't like this being bad. Like, I don't want to make it. I don't want to make it seem like it's my fault. Yeah. Um, let's get through this. Tell me what it is. This goes like, right. I just need a moment. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Breathe, fam. Totally. Breathe. That's, <laughs> that breath is the patience. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I and agree sitting in those moments and taking the time spending the time Mm -hmm. really is what is cultivating that overarching connection yeah so in many cases that can be like the outer boundaries of Mm. intimacy because you can't you can't be intimate if you don't take the time to do so yeah totally Yeah. yeah no i really agree 
It's funny because we didn't um, outline any of these things before we started talking about it. No. So like trying to figure it out in real time is also very enlightening to yeah. me as well. It's like, oh yeah, that is kind it of is. like how it is. Interesting. Right. Yeah, because we definitely did not think about that beforehand, but it is like as we're talking about it, it's very true. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the things. Yeah. Yeah. And then so the last two are also very hand in hand. Yeah. And I think if um we're delineating these components. Mm-hmm. If gratitude is the heart yeah. of intimacy and patience is the the breath of intimacy and mm-hmm. empathy is like the logical understanding that you have with your partner, mm-hmm. then trust is like the brain. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you'll never open up to someone that you don't trust. No. 100%. 100%. Well, that's just a non sequitur. Like, that's just like. It's, uh, it's no brainer. You yeah. Can't, you can't. That's obvious to everyone involved. Totally, totally. But, um, but it is trust is at the same time such an interesting thing because it's a thing that you sort of have to give before you under before the person necessarily earns trust, mm-hmm. right? You kind of have to give it before it's really, uh, I guess, qualified whether the person really deserves your yeah. trust, right? It's kind of like assumed that you do trust a person, mm-hmm. or you give them like all this all this leeway, yeah. in trust. Yeah. For them to have to break it for it to be a problem. Right, right. right? It's like Which innocent is- until proven guilty mm-hmm. with trust. It's like a very uh, interesting thing. Which I think is like a form of, uh, well, we already said it's a form of intimacy. Um, because you are, I, I think there, there's an aspect of it or the aspect of it is releasing control. Mm-hmm. You have to release control to like give your, give your trust to someone yeah. who you don't know whether they'll break it. Yeah. You know, you don't know when, when, where, how. Um, That's the risk of relationship. Exactly. And to me, what that sounds like to me, the immediate thought that I go to is it's the doorway to vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And what is more vulnerable than leading with some idea that is like the truest aspect of who you are. Yeah. And risking everything in the process. Totally. You don't get anything from giving someone your trust. Right. But you risk literally everything yeah heart shattered yeah emotional trauma but you have to give it first yeah before you can benefit from it right yeah exactly to me and if that is the first vulnerability and the most important and most significant vulnerability Mm -hmm. then everything else comes after that yeah yeah I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And then leading right into honesty mm-hmm. in that trust, in that vulnerability, in mm-hmm. that opening up, in that spending the moments and the time mm-hmm. being with a person, trying to understand them. Mm-hmm. The opening up has to be honest. Yeah. Has to be right? truthful. Has to be true mm-hmm. to whatever your present experience is at the time. 100%. Because if you are... And I do this a lot when I don't <laughs> want to um, actually open up to people. <laughs> you I, lie. I don't necessarily lie, but I give them a false sense of intimacy. Mm. So it's okay. like I'm not necessarily being dishonest. Yeah. But if you're not being completely honest, you're not being honest at all. Right. Right. And right. for your partner that you're ideally trying to spend the rest of your life with mm-hmm. to rob them of your deepest self to yeah. not actually open up and be honest yeah. is doing your own self a disservice because you're invalidating the very structure of the achievement you're trying or the goal you're trying to achieve with this person right by being in a relationship with them right exactly right? so you're... why wouldn't you want to lead with honesty I don't right know. no 100 percent. it's uh foundationally like now you're now you're foundationally unsound mm-hmm. because you are not leading with like 
the with truth. Right. You know, now you have to keep up these lies and mm-hmm. <laughs> and these a facade or right. or whatever. Cause and in the same vein too, if you're leading with like this trust, like maybe you don't want to tell them everything all the time because totally. you're, like, you're like learning how to open up to them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But leading with trust and having that vulnerability. Mm-hmm is the it helps or honesty helps that trust grow right because mm-hmm. if you yeah. are if you are being authentic and being yourself and leading with the true things that actually affect you and that actually mm-hmm. mean something to you yeah how they respond to it will instantly validate the yeah. thing that you want validated which is going to develop that connection which is going to help you feel seen yeah which is going to give you that intimacy that we're trying to cultivate using mm-hmm. these tools, right? Right, right. No, 100%. It, aff- it affirms that, okay, this is real. This mm-hmm. person is person that they say they are. I right. can open up to them in the way that, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. And in That's- that opening up, the gratitude helps a person feel mm-hmm. seen that they're even making that effort to mm-hmm. open up to you. And yeah. You start to see how and all then these it tools kind of, start circling each the other. The circle starts going. The mm. wheel starts turning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's very true. And and I'm I'm glad those those were the five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really glad we broke that down. We broke that down from the jump because it's a thing that's always talked about and you know whatever. Um intimacy you immediately go to physical intimacy right. and uh it's something that you have to learn as you um, start having serious relationships with people that like, oh, and intimacy is not just like this physical, Mm uh, it just does not exist uh, solely in this physical space. It is also existing in this, uh, emotional and mental and spiritual state as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm glad like we broke that down because it can be, because it's not the first thing that people think of. And the first thing that I guess like society or like we socially like really talk about initially, Mm Um, it can be hard to break down. Well, what does that even look like? You know, so I'm it's also harder to achieve. Yeah. Like the type of separation that you can get from physical intimacy, mm-hmm. intimacy mm-hmm. is, um, a lot easier to operate yourself in, especially in a yeah. culture that's like so prone to hooking up. Yeah. You have sex first and then you get to know a person. Yeah. Like, oh, so what is your favorite color? And stuff right. Like that, right. How odd. It's. I mean, when you break it down like that, it sounds very strange. Yeah, it doesn't like, it? I don't even know you, right. but like you're inside of me or like, yeah. I'm inside of you. Like that's yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, like, <laughs> like, wow. To the point where like you don't even know how to cultivate the other side of mm-hmm. what intimacy is. Yeah. Such that I would argue you can only experience actual intimacy and the physical will be so much better oh, when it's... you can achieve these five situations and mm-hmm. deepen that connection to the point that we're... 100 percent. you you elevate the the physical intimacy the moment that you elevate the emotional and the spiritual as mm-hmm. well 1000 percent um it just it doesn't make any sense to me why hooking up is a thing if, if that it's is the 10, reality times better yeah, when you're like, like, like emotionally reality, connected how did we get here yeah i don't know people it, people are because they're because there's a physical element because there's like not external but like bodily external like it exists outside of the mind Mm -hmm. there's like an aspect of it that exists outside the mind people like avoiding their minds aka people are horny Uh, exactly they want physical pleasure only 
Give me the physical pleasure. There's more to human interaction. <laughs> fucking, which yeah. is funny because the next section that we have is um, yeah, <laughs> physical intimacy. Yeah, which is equally as important in a relationship. Totally. Um, as the psychological, mm-hmm. but I will say that physical intimacy isn't just intercourse. No. Which, a lot of people fail to understand. Yes. Break it down for us. It's not just intercourse. What does that mean? It means that we have to expand our definition of what sex is. Mm-hmm. And I like using the term eroticism. Yeah. Because eroticism do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> eroticism is all encompassing. Yeah. And what does it mean to be erotic? I got this idea from Esther Perel as well. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna love be her. her all the time. <laughs> yeah eroticism and the erotic has to do with feeling alive mm-hmm. it has to do with vitality mm. it has to do with your you're tapping into the essence yeah that gives your existence meaning hmm. so why do people making babies i mean <laughs> is that what it is no i'm reducing I'm not, it i'm not um, <laughs> i'm not um, talking about the biological imperative at all okay when i talk about that what I mean is that sexual energy tends to touch on the reason why people exist. Mm-hmm. Not just reproduction, mm-hmm. but the pleasure, the joy, the connection, uh, the love, the, yeah. the fun, the playfulness. Like, yeah. There's so many aspects in it. Totally. Which is funny because, like we were saying, I don't know how it got reduced to just, oh, wow, you're hot. Like, I'm a smash. I'm a, like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. So people, it's so easy for people to drown themselves in that one aspect. I guess I'm mm. answering the question that I just proposed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, people, answer it. Yeah. No, yeah. Like people people um, drown themselves in that because they're trying to access the nature of what eroticism is. Mm-hmm. Vitality. Yeah. What it means to like be alive. And yeah. it's funny to me because when you stop, using physical intimacy as the term when you stop using sexual intimacy as the term mm-hmm. sexual energy as a term you just like vital like what is actually vitality mm. let me look at the de- definition right now so i'm not yeah so it actually like means something what Let's is see it. vital the capacity to live mm. right the the capacity to live and develop the vigor your vigor for life yeah right yeah your reason for existing like you yeah. wake up in the morning ready to go yeah that's vitality that's eroticism yeah and that can be cultivated from so many different avenues that is not just reduced to mm-hmm. like sticking a penis in a vagina yeah right there's so much more of that yeah it's in the way that uh salmon will sizzle in a pan and cascade your house with all these Mm. amazing smells and when you throw that garlic and that butter in it it Mm. changes and it develops it's what it means to like ski down a hill and like take that slope and Mm. you're in the air that parabola Uh uh-huh that's vitality what it feels it's jumping off a plane Mm. right and seeing the world below you and like experiencing the rush of what it means to like take in that gravity it's smelling a flower wow it's holding a hand right it's listening to a concerto it's creating that concerto and you want to reduce that to sticking a (laughs) penis in a vagina now when you say it like that i'm saying yeah no it's true i'm saying that's very poetic so like we were saying the last time we were going to elaborate in this episode Mm mm-hmm 
if you guys have this negotiation to have sex a certain day and you don't want to do it, yeah. what other things can you do? I mean, yeah. I just gave you a few, right? Yeah. Go Sing speak. a song. <laughs> Dance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dance around your room like your little kids. Build mm-hmm. a pillow fort for crying out loud. Right. Make a cheese board. Yeah. Cook a meal. Yeah. All no, these, these things. All things. Just lay under the covers. Play a game. Right? All this shit. Yeah. No. Go that for is... a walk. Hold hands. Just sit there. Mm-hmm. Hold each other. Yeah. Not expecting anything. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times, too, because um, women get to experience these other levels of intimacy, which I say a lot. Mm-hmm. And men, they're the only way that they're socially accept that's socially acceptable for them to experience physicalities through sex. Mm-hmm. So that's the only avenue that they have to really have it. And that's the only thing that they want. So in, the, in that like women have these levels of intimacy in other areas of their lives mm-hmm. that are not relationships. Exactly. Like in their friendships as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. So yeah. if they, they finally have like a person that they want to create this level of intimacy with, mm-hmm. but the only thing that they can think of yeah. is fucking, 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 fucking. Right. Right. And, it can become burdensome yeah. when you don't want to give that all the time. Yeah. And then it becomes a whole thing when they can't explain why they need so much of it mm. because they're chasing this idea of mm. what physical intimacy means to them and what right. it represents. It's representing this whole other aspect of their intimacy yeah. that you don't even know is affecting them. And you just think like they're just horny and annoying sure. and like, I can't believe like blah, blah, blah. And sure. that stuff breaks people's relationships no, 100%. on both sides. Like, oh, she doesn't want to give me like she hates me or right. like, oh, that's all he wants. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. see me as a human being. Yeah. Where it's like it's symptomatic of something else mm-hmm. going on there. Right. Yeah, 100%. For the most part. So yeah. cultivating physical intimacy in the sense of eroticism. Yeah. It's being physical. Yeah. It's being present in the moment. It's Mm -hmm. the way that you guys look at each other. Mm -hmm. It's the way that you guys exist in relation to each other's physicality. Yeah. Every time you touch someone doesn't mean that you have to engage in intercourse. (laughs) Right. 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 And there's a way to touch someone sexually and erotically without necessarily leading to that space. Yeah. And the more you master that, Mm-hmm. the more people recognize that they are a person worth having that attention for. Yeah. Right. Cause if every touch that you give them leads to something that you're getting out of them mm-hmm. as a woman who's giving, as a man who's taking in that yeah. dynamic, yeah. then it's really hard for her to see that you're seeing her. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you just hold her and expect nothing, mm-hmm. that's something you're giving yeah, and that they can receive it and then they can, push it back to you yeah the way like you're just brushing her back right mm-hmm. she's um washing the dishes pat her on the back slap her ass whatever mm-hmm. those type of little things right right I, yeah my <laughs> rant my, let, my rant is no over. you i mean you obviously well obvious to me maybe not obvious to other people do a really good job and have a really firm grasp on this on on these concepts and mm-hmm. i always love hearing you talk about it because I, I feel like i learn something every single time <laughs> And I never can like, you just, you just speak on it so well. And it's like, yeah, that is, that is 100% so true. You just, mm. you have a very firm grasp on this I have a, space. When, between, after my sexual awakening, right, <laughs> after 22, yeah. I needed to understand. Yeah, I, I needed, I needed to, to know. Like, this can't be the end of it. Yeah. So I, I obsessed over it for five years. Yeah. And that's well, the. And now you are an expert. Yeah, that's the. Of sorts. That's the outcome that yeah. came from that. Fair enough. <clears throat> 
only thing is that everybody can't relate. So when I'm trying to give them all this stuff, they're yeah. like, fuck me. Like, I'm like, but wait, there's so much more to that. Wait. Oh, no, poor chef. Please. Now you're trying to cultivate right. intimacy like, I'm to, in there. I'm, and they're like. You're not ready for it, Doug. You're not ready for it at all. I'm like, damn, oh that's just crazy. That's so funny. Isn't it? Yeah, that is kind of hilarious because, <laughs> I don't know, then people complain about. Mm-hmm. Not having these things. It was like, you just need to expand your definition of what it is. Yeah. And you could have it 24-7. Yeah. No, this is true. People always wonder why I'm not a horny motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's why. Because I, I was going to say, I, I, I've always used the language, maybe not necessarily like intimacy or eroticism or vitality. Mm-hmm. But I've always like talked about it. And I, and I think I'm referencing the same thing when I've like brought it up. But um, of, of creating like... like um, weaving romance consistently throughout your relationship mm-hmm. in into the moments of 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 your relationship right. and having that be like a consistent thing um and with that you find there is satisfaction that is is happening there mm-hmm. and like you were just saying then you you may you may find that you don't need right intercourse as much as you think you do because um, I mean, I, I think it's maybe people uh, immediately go to intercourse because it's like very like easy and immediate it's to the do. Most direct example, right? Exactly, but it doesn't always create the it doesn't it doesn't create the most satisfaction, mm-hmm. right? Like because you it doesn't need produce the most fulfillment, right? If you just have that one thing, it's mm-hmm. like all of these other components that you need. Yeah, it's just interesting stuff. I really enjoy it. We're gonna have a sex episode, and yeah, I'll go to I'll go through it even more aggressively. Yeah, but yeah, you can speak on this for like quite a bit of time. I can have yeah. like four episodes. You can on you just could have this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great thing. Uh, I love it. I just yeah. wish that we were better at it as a yeah. society. Yeah, no, me too. Because it's it's great. Sex mm. is great. Intimacy is great. Yeah, yeah, it's so fulfilling once you are able to have it. And to to um, to not necessarily need to participate in intercourse, but mm-hmm. to be able to desire something strongly mm-hmm. and like project that onto your partner, yeah, is just as important as just like spreading your legs or mm-hmm. like stripping down or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. To have that twenty four seven, people and a lot of. <laughs> Society will have you believe that like that's not okay, right? Because mm. honestly, in outside of the context of relationship, having that desire is uh, it's a little repulsive, mm-hmm. right? Un- unbridled desire, just like just existing. Oh, okay, right? yeah, yeah. Most women don't enjoy that. <laughs> They're like, please contain your yeah, desire. Contain yourself. Thank you. And Keep then, that in between the four walls right. of your house. And men are so um, socialized to be that way and not yeah. make women uncomfortable. Yeah, that they take that into their relationship and forget that now mm. you have to. Yeah. It's a complete 180 flip. Now you have to let those mm. those guards completely down. And it's really hard for them uh. to do that uh, do that outside of the confines of intercourse. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, this is what I've been taught is the only way to access this. Yeah. And this is the only thing that I this is the thing that I can't show people in the world. Now mm-hmm. you my partner, 
this is me being vulnerable. Like yeah. you get to f- feel the full brunt of my sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was you like, say it like that. Yeah, like, this Sounds is, like a superpower. <laughs> right. No, I was like, this is not what a girl like, this is not what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Not, like, like, whoa. I wanted to be desired, but yeah. not like this. This, this is, is so crazy. overwhelming. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And then on yeah. top of that, too, in most relationships that I've experienced, mm-hmm. um, people talking to me about. Yeah. Most men are not giving their girlfriends the full brunt of their sexuality, mm. which is why you get the very common situation of them getting escorts and. Um, oh, that's a common situation. More common than people would like to believe, right? Okay. They get escorts to fulfill a lot of their sexual fantasies and their sexual mm. blockages that they don't even feel okay giving to their wife because they want to cr- protect the like sanctity of, of their that. relationship and sure they don't think that their wife can handle the extent of it mm-hmm. and then there's a whole other layer of i mean in that intimacy like, and like the death of sexuality yeah but that's not what i'm talking about right now right i mean but that is like kind of like that is what happens when these components that we talked about earlier of trust empathy honesty patience and gratitude mm-hmm. when those things aren't uh interwoven in your physical intimacy that you have with your partner, then things like, oh, I have like this fantasy that I want to act out sexually with my partner. You don't have the space and the safety and the comfort to mm. kind of open up that conversation right. and and uh, develop your physical like uh, intimacy in that way with your partner. It then becomes stagnant because you can't like can't talk about those things you mm-hmm. can't talk about the way that you want to be pleased and, yeah, the, and it becomes really awkward and yeah. painful so and why <laughs> no why one wants if, an awkward relationship right, right. <laughs> and instead of like engaging in that you just yeah. pursue it elsewhere whereas right. that, those levels aren't there right for that, right which is not the goal yeah that which is not to say that um sexual intimacy like intercourse isn't just as important totally as all the things the point that i'm really trying to get at is you need both. Yeah. It's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the only goal that we're achieving. Right. What we're trying to achieve is connection and this feeling mm-hmm. of being alive and connecting mm-hmm. with a person and growing with a person and feeling all these feelings. Yeah. That you are stunting yourself. Yeah. If you focus only on sticking mm-hmm. a rod into a hole. Yeah. Stunting yourself, stunting the relationship, mm-hmm. a rod into a hole. Right. <laughs> It's a funny way to put it. Yeah. Or you say it without saying the vulgar words. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, like penis and vagina are not. That is what it is. They're not said enough. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Dick, pussy. (laughs) I was being advocates. (laughs) (laughs) We're very sex positive on this podcast. Yes, yes. We are. (laughs) We are. (laughs) What do you mean? I said it like a joke, but it's true. (laughs) We are. Oh my god, I'm dead. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. But yeah. Um, um I think uh what was it? Something else. Well, I don't know if we want to go into that that next part. Um, but I it, it weaves into, you know, the the characteristics of int- intimacy and also like the physical intimacy. Um curiosity. You mm-hmm. you were the one that had like mentioned that. Um of just outside of communication. Um that being a really important tool. And I don't even know if I see it as a tool. It's like, if you are invested and engaged and desiring to be in the relationship and your partner, you are curious mm. about 
everything about them, I feel like. Yeah. No? <laughs> right? 100%. I agree. Yeah. I, I said it. I agree. Right. I said the, the single most important aspect yeah. of a relationship outside of communication that mm-hmm. I rarely hear talked about yeah. is curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. That is the foundation of... because. Contrary to popular belief, I'll say this. Yeah. I'll say this. Or we're saying these things as a way to get you, the individual listening, mm-hmm. to practice these things and get to open up and yeah. be trusting and be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But the easiest way to get your partner to open up is to want to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard for people to just volunteer very sensitive information. Mm-hmm. I never do it. Right. And I especially hate doing it if someone clearly doesn't right. want to know. You immediately shut down. Mm-hmm. Immediately shut down the moment you sense that, right. you know? 100%. And curiosity. Curiosity curates the space mm-hmm. that allows you the freedom to express what you need to be expressed. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Because now you have a guarantee that. At the very most, they want to. They think they want to know it. Yeah, right? and yeah. they'll interact with the information however they interact with it. Right. But now you at least have the permission to say it. Yeah. And you'll say whatever you have to say. So want to know things. Yeah. Deepen that connection. Yeah. Want to know things. Mm-hmm. I, I I laugh because it it sounds so simple, but yeah, no, I I agree. It's very true. And and all of these things like. It's a, it's creating a, a space of like safety and mm-hmm. safety is intimacy, right. you know? Um, Very true. Yeah. It's simple and people do it. Yeah. At first. Mm-hmm. But I want to reiterate it. It's hard to maintain. Because You're it maintains. So and that's the next section that we're mm-hmm. going into because everyone does everything the way they're supposed to do it the <laughs> first couple months into your relationship. Right? Totally. We don't even have to negotiate things. Yeah. I'm ready and willing to do everything right. that is required. Like I'm at, you know, I don't know, first day of school. Mm-hmm. Like it's like this, it's like first that. First day of school. <laughs> like first same idea. That first week, you're so excited. You're back at school. You're like, I get to see my outfits, friends. Yeah, I have all my backpack. new fits, my new notebooks. Oh, I was go. always excited about my the new binder. pencils and pens. Oh, oh don't man. make it me started. We're nerds, bro. <laughs> We're fucking nerds. That's school crazy. Why school are we shopping this was like my favorite thing oh ever. It was. God. I look JC forward to Penny's. it every year. Got a new backpack. Did you know I literally used to like uh, cut open my backpacks and like make them like rough them up to try and get my parents to get me a new backpack. Could just ask for one. No, they wouldn't have given me a new backpack. Fair it was, imp- it was we, seven kids. They're, yeah, they're like, if you don't enough. need a backpack, yeah, you're not getting the backpack. Fair Everyone's doing everyone's doing what they're supposed to do at the beginning. Yeah. But three months in, when you get comfortable, are you still doing this this is this is that podcast is for those people. Yeah. To reassess themselves and yeah. Be curious as the most important thing as perpetual curiosity. Yeah. Never stop wanting to know. Never think you know enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Not true. Not that you like, oh, you just want to know your partner, but no, never stop wanting to know. Yeah. And you never, I, we are still discovering things mm-hmm. about each other after seven years of friendship. Right? right, right. Imagine, imagine how much more interesting it is to discover things about the mm. truest, best connection, friend thing that you can have yeah. in the world with a yeah. relationship. And people take that for granted two months. Right. You don't deserve that shit, Doug. <laughs> uh, and, and, hey, talk to me. I'll treat you nicely. Oh, hey, my God. Yo. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And well, because 
we evolve. That's like the nature of humanity it right. is like evolving and growing. So, you know, the moment that you stop caring to know, the moment that you start growing apart, you are not clued in, you're yeah. not tapped in, you're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually th- the consequences of that action is you're, you grow apart. Isn't yeah. that crazy how if it's not constantly maintained, mm-hmm. you instantly just stop? Yeah. Because I don't know if it's like instant. No, but it's instant. Oh, you think? I'm just going to say it because it okay. sounds more dramatic. Okay. It's instant. <laughs> it's instant because, and it makes sense that it's instant because you are, like I said, three paths. Yeah. The The third path is only growing as much as both of you work on it. Or, yeah. The moment one of you stops, it stops. Yeah. So yeah. of course, of course you stop growing together. Mm-hmm. You're literally not. You're just growing on your own path because you have your own little individuation and your right. own life and like that. Yeah. You have to be an active participant in your relationship. Yeah. No, 100%. <gasps> oh my God. It's so daunting. Yeah. It sounds like a lot, which is why. <laughs> but it also sounds so great and romantic. It does. Because <laughs> like, think like, wow, just like, I don't know. Sometimes I, I like uh, Matt and I are starting to get at a point in our relationship where we are like saying the same things at the same time. Oh, that's super And, and like, hey, just yeah. like, like in a way that we just were not before, we are like literally just like predicting each right. other. Sa- like we're just can I, very- Can I ruin that for you? Oh no. I'm gonna ruin it for you. Wait, can I say my cute thing first? Sure. Um, so say I your just, cute thing. Give so me I'm more just, things to ruin. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so cute. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like we are- yeah. We finish each other sandwiches. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And it's just like the rant, like just I don't know. We're we're starting to like merge mm-hmm. as like humans. Right. He's taking from me, I'm taking from him, and mm-hmm. it's becoming starting to become more of a one Is person. That why you're talking all this white shit all the time. <laughs> no, actually, ear? if anything, I'm teaching Matt the white oh, shit. Boy. <laughs> he he. Uh, Look how they massacred my boy. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's funny. I mean, Matt Matthew has a lot of black friends, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's why he's with the shit. It's good for him. Yeah. So, <laughs> if anything, and you're it's just ruining me. him. Why? Why are you doing this? I don't know. I'm more heavily influenced by white culture than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's my father. <laughs> what can I say? I grew up listening to Nickelback, guys, and I'm proud. Yeah, she's proud. Of that. It's, not, it's not bad enough that she has to grow up listening to Nickelback. She's proud of that. I love Nickelback. <laughs> but, anyways, the thing that I'm excited about is like if we already have, like, you know, a year and a half we're already like you know Developing experiencing this, stuff, this. Yeah. i can't imagine like or just imagine knowing someone for 20 30 years like that level of just like i'm sure it gets annoying at times oh i was about to say you I, know? I was about to give you the reversal okay yeah it's like uh, oh, but we're it's like amazing. saying the same thing that's so cute until you guys are arguing and he's saying exactly what you he's thinking. like i know exactly what you're thinking yeah then he like con like damn yeah. that's not fun right it stops being cute immediately they start reading you right like, yeah. real hard <laughs> Yeah, like you, you're saying all this stuff, but he actually clocks you more accurately. Yeah. You're like, <gasps> yeah, it's it's definitely not fun in conflict, that's for sure. <laughs> but it's fun when, but when it's you're silly finishing and goofy each and you're other's joking. sandwiches. That's so yeah, fun, exactly. But all that to say, right? How do you maintain a long term relationship? How do you yeah. cultivate and maintain this? perpetual sense of wanting to know and not ever mm-hmm. thinking you know enough. Luckily for us, we don't have to. We don't have to riddle riddle me that, Batman. Mm-hmm. Why is that? The answer has been given to us by mm-hmm. not the late, but the great mm-hmm. Dr. John Gottman, who actually pioneered so many new perspectives on um, mm-hmm. human interaction and long-term relationships. Yeah. Um, he got to the point where he could ask a couple 
like three questions and just observe them for like five minutes. He's a therapist, right? Mm -hmm. And he could tell who's going to last and who doesn't. And he mm. predicted it with 96% accuracy. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Okay. That's how Very you know cool. that he's like on top of his shit. Yeah, he's really in tune with that. So what did homie say? What did he say? Tell us, Jim. He coined the term emotional bids. Mm. And he started talking about the emotional bank account. Okay. I'm curious. So let me. Because uh, we just, we always talk about how uh, relations are transactional. And it, right. <laughs> but it's fun. Sorry, side note. It's funny how like we always relations aren't transactional, but there's always transactional words used to mm -hmm. describe relationships because relationships it makes sense. are transactional. Yeah. But anyways, we don't like to think about it, but it is. It's true. Um, the uh, emotional bids and the emotional bank account. Mm -hmm. Relationships are um, difficult. Right. We keep saying that, mm -hmm. but they're enriching and they yeah. themselves. The interaction is a tool to bolster yourself against the struggles of life yeah right? that's why we have evolved to connect humans mm. could not have accomplished what humans have accomplished if it wasn't for human connection right community 100 yeah. percent. i love that Support. show too great show yeah oh i love community Community's so, so funny. funny more often than not relationships become the thing that people are fighting mm. against instead of fighting in mm. like it becomes two tanks against each other yeah. versus a turret against the stresses of the world. Right, right. Or the problem at hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is baffling to me. I don't know why people like to stay in those things, but maybe people just like conflict. That's yeah. neither here nor there. At the end of the day, emotional bids become... Actually, I wrote down the definition. So again, I'm going to give you guys accurate definitions this time because these are things that I'm not pulling out of my head. No reason so, to paraphrase. Right, exactly. An emotional bid... Could be a variety of verbal and nonverbal behaviors one partner uses to gain the attention of the other. Mm, right? Yeah. So it can be as simple as sticking out your hand. Mm -hmm. And if you grab my hand, grab my hand. <laughs> that is an acknowledgement of the emotional bid, right? Yeah. If you didn't, then I would put my hand back uh -huh. and I would take that personally. And I would take that to heart. Right. Immediately. And I would break up with you immediately. <laughs> I would cry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. right. So, no, like, in all seriousness, that that's really what it is. Right. And mm -hmm. so that's where the emotional bank account comes in. Mm -hmm. Because in a in a interaction between two people, mm -hmm. you are constantly doing emotional business. This is with family member. This is with friends. This is with yeah. your significant other. You just do more with your significant other because you are actively attempting to cultivate intimacy at any given moment right so in a our conversation that he experienced he like would um jot down 20 emotional bids 30 emotional bids that people were doing mm -hmm. and the couples that acknowledge each other's emotional bids mm -hmm. stay together 96 yeah. percent of the time the couples that didn't had the equal amount of divorce rates ah so that was his his uh Bar barometer or mm -hmm. yeah. for for whether a relationship would last or not exactly interesting so check yourself and like i said because this is a aspect of your of all interactions you mm -hmm. don't have to be in a relationship to start practicing this yeah 100 percent. start noticing when people are trying to get your attention mm -hmm. whether it's they're just saying something that has nothing to do with what you're talking about like oh like the sky is so pretty today mm -hmm. how do you respond to that are you immediately shutting them down 
Yeah. Are you opening up the conversation? Like, yeah, this guy is really pretty. Are you taking these types of attention grabs yeah. and using it as an opportunity to cultivate interaction, mm -hmm. and cultivate connection, make somebody feel better about interacting with you? Right. Or are you shutting them down at every given opportunity? I have a bad habit of shutting people down for fun. because <laughs> For fun? For fun. And this is what I'm going to say, right? Okay. Because when you get to my level of understanding these terms and stuff like that and just like participating in the psycho uh, psychology of it yeah you recognize things immediately you know exactly what's happening right so in that knowing it gets really boring to mm -hmm. always do the right thing 24 yeah. 7 so i'm the like the call and response yeah right yeah because like, it feels like a call and response versus yeah. like just a pure natural human interaction yeah so they're like oh look at this i'm just like fuck that shit dog uh, and i see immediately how like their entire energy just drops. Totally. And sometimes I feel bad. Sometimes I kind of laugh and I like, try uh, to make it better. And I always right. make it better, which is why somehow people still want to hang yeah, out Yeah, why do people still want to hang out with you? I don't know what the heck is going on. Uh, it's I'm attractive. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm attractive. No, but, um, because you're also just a generally like enjoyable person. <laughs> no, you were like funny. <laughs> you know how to have a good time. And I'm not like constantly invalidating a person's emotional right that base. would yeah that would make you like really annoying and not enjoyable at all but i do i do invalidate enough like i find the balance of where enough to make them want to give more mm -hmm. and not the ones that they're trying to give yeah okay it's okay. manipulative yeah kind of i was gonna say it is what it is it's a little bit of a manipulation we'll talk but about my um idiosyncrasies on a yeah, later episode i'm just telling you guys proclivity to do such a thing indeed yeah <laughs> monocle style <laughs> yeah. um but yeah but no it is true is especially like in the examples that you give it's like no one wants to be around someone who doesn't want to like have joy in their joy mm -hmm. you know right um and it's funny that you as you were bringing up that example i do remember seeing this video on tiktok it was a while ago and i think she was a i think she's an actress this black actress she's mm -hmm. older um and she was i think she was on a podcast where she was talking about how she was dating this guy and they were in a car and uh, she had looked out and there was this tree with these flat, really pretty flowers on it. Mm -hmm. And like, she was like, or I don't know if it was a tree. I don't know if it was like, she saw this bush. I don't know if they were driving. Anyways, she saw pretty flowers. She saw pretty flowers. Mm -hmm. She's like, wow, those flowers are like so beautiful. I love those flowers. And he just like looked at her and he was like, mm hmm, for sure. Like, I don't know. It was just like, he just, it was very dismissive of it. And she just like, it was, she said it in a very funny way, but um, she was literally talking about that exact, that, that exact thing. And it's like, yeah, no one, like you're, you're not participating in my joy in any way. Mm. And it's a, uh, it makes me feel unwanted. You don't want to like hang out with me. Like just like literally on like that basic level. Like do you like enjoy hanging out with me? Right. right? <laughs> and empathy can be extended to that. Cause like we yeah. always want to say empathy is just like this heavy thing. We have to understand when people are going through some negative emotion. Sure. But it's also positive. Like 100%. are you happy when I'm happy? Can we share in each other's like emotional Right. Situations? I'm happy because you are happy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I enjoy yeah. seeing you so like, excited right now. I don't care right that now. you graduated, but yeah. like I love how much graduation makes you feel. Right. I love how much this means to you yeah, you know exactly so if you can't do that you're just like a, a big downer mm -hmm. <laughs> a big poo poo head <laughs> whoa for sure yeah <laughs> <Feel> strongly <laughs> about this one guy jr over here <laughs> oh you know what you're, you're uh okay i'm getting yeah, annoying <laughs> anyways but like 
going back to the emotional bank. Right? Yeah. So no one does zero acknowledgement mm-hmm. of an emotional bid because you wouldn't be able to be in a relationship if you lacked the ability to respond to people's bids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the bank account. Yeah. Each bid that you fulfill is an investment in the bank account. Mm-hmm. And the good ones are, it's all goodwill, right? Mm-hmm. So it accumulates over time. Yeah. Everyone that you don't respond to is a withdrawal. Mm. Okay. So if the ratio is more um, withdrawals than deposits, your relationship is going to end. Hmm. Because... Everyone needs this emotional bid acknowledgement. Yeah. So what is a person going to do if you, their significant other, isn't acknowledging their emotional bids and they don't know why they feel the way that they feel? Yeah. They're going to seek this attention from somewhere else. Yeah. And. Is it that the feeling is like a feeling of being maybe like disregarded or like, you know what I mean? Like what, like what's that feeling when someone's emotional bids are not being met, their emotional bank account is, you know. I'll call it like neglect. Mm, yeah. Probably yeah. the most accurate way to describe it. Totally. And neglect people still need that attention and they seek that attention other places. Yeah. And if it doesn't even have to be like, it sounds like I'm implying they're going to cheat on you, mm-hmm. which it doesn't even have to be that intense. But if they're enjoying their time with their friends more than they're enjoying their time with you because you're yeah. never depositing into their emotional bank account. Yeah. There's no reason for them to stay with you. Yeah. Well, this and is true. That becomes even more important because like we were saying, it's easy to do that at the start of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible not to do that yeah. at the start of a relationship. You're responding to a biz that you don't even know that you're responding to because mm-hmm. you're just like so tuned in right. to a person. Yeah. You're so ready to be engaged. When the honeymoon phase is mm-hmm. over. And you reach the monotonous rhythm of mm-hmm. everyday life with a person. It's easy to check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you take it for granted. Yeah. It is funny that you were, you were at the beginning of this of, you know, how do you maintain intimacy? And you brought this up and then we talked about transactional. Because um, it's funny, as you're talking about this, like other ways that my brain starts thinking of what where's the maintenance of like maintaining this intimacy? It's um the checks and balances of within that relationship the govern the governing body being mm-hmm. you you and the partner and maintaining checks and balances of to in order to maintain that intimacy right, right. when things are falling off the wayside in these areas from your partner or from you uh tr- hoping that your partner because sometimes you don't realize it you know you can get caught up in life you can be doing your thing and don't Mm -hmm. realize you're neglecting your partner in certain ways and that's completely normal we're human that happens um but hopefully there is that that safety in that relationship where your partner can then come to you and be like hey this like you know but your partner being able to come to you and say hey you know i'm feeling neglected in these ways and Mm -hmm. being able to then oh got you stepping back up But also on the other end of that maybe being the start of a conversation where your partner is like, you know what, but I'm just really like, I'm going through a lot right now. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. And then you then bringing that empathy and understanding into that, into the relationship. Be, you know, okay, I will, I will, I will put your needs right now before mine. I'm glad we communicated right. that. And that becomes another form of the negotiation. Yeah, exactly. 
wow that rhythm mm -hmm. the rhythm that is just see like the, like all these things the tools they are constantly used yeah and knowing the tools and like doing the framework or elaborating on the, or establishing the frame <laughs> establishing <laughs> the framework at the beginning of the relationship yeah will give you a template to identify what's failing when it's failing yeah if you're just going with the flow you mm -hmm. won't know what's not working when it's not working right. and you're bringing up a bunch of things that have nothing mm -hmm. to do and like let's say the um the gratitude is low right mm -hmm. but you're talking about like all these things how you guys aren't spending enough time together how like you're trying to you're really trying to like fish for solutions sure. out of a yeah you're that, blindly mm -hmm, where it's like you, you just want him to appreciate your effort more yeah and if you know, and if you establish those habits at the beginning, mm -hmm. you know it's not You'll working. You'll be able to clock it. Immediately. Yeah. So. This is very true. Check yourself. Before, Before you wreck, wreck yourself. yourself. Hey, oh. Before you wreck yourself. Wow, this sounds like 90s rap. No, it is. That's where that comes from. From a 90s rap song. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Before you wreck yourself. Love it. Before you wreck yourself. Wow, he really, the motto of the century, you know, is that a motto? No, that's advice of the century. No, check it's a motto. It's a motto. Check okay. check. Check yourself. Oh, you do this really well. I was a beatboxer, remember? Oh my god, I forgot you did. You did do that for a, a bit. I'm not a professional, but I no. can make some sounds with but, my vocal cords. Yes. Oh yes. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Should we conclude? Yeah, the emotional or the emotional bids is a way to cultivate. And maintain and build the connection. The more mm -hmm. you do, the better your connection. The, the less you do, mm -hmm. the harder it is to maintain a long-term interaction. Yeah. And these tools are the framework. Yeah. And you, this is these are the things that allow intimacy to look like how we were saying in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It looks like something. These are the things that it looks like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What it feels like how it operates on a day-to-day -day is contextual. Yeah. And it has to be um, handled the way that you handle it. Yeah. We can't guide you through that until yeah. like, you tell us about your relationship and yeah. we give you... And we can give advice. Personal advice, which Renee really, really wants to do. I love doing that. <laughs> Advising people on their problems. Right. Um, I don't know that I always have the authority on this, right. on the, on this stuff, but... And she loves saying I, her opinion. <laughs> Let's go. Um, oh my so, gosh. like I was saying, mm -hmm. cultivating these habits yeah. are in your best interest because it'll allow you to easily identify what's going on mm -hmm. and approach a solution. So, gratitude, patience, empathy, trust, and mm -hmm. what was the fifth one? Honesty. Honesty. Yeah. Of course, I would forget that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gratitude, patience, honesty, empathy, and trust. Yeah. Use those tools. Build those habits. Yeah. And um, pay attention to your partner. Expand your definition of what it means to connect physically. Yeah. Don't necessarily need something physical to engage physically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And implementing these tools will 
really help you to cultivate that that successful relationship mm-hmm. that you're desiring with that person. It's not a not a fix all solution. Yeah. But it will set yourself up for the best possible outcome that you can achieve with another human being. 100%. Everything else everything else just has to do with what it is. Man. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> I wish you the best. Anyways, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I wish you the best. But yeah, that concludes uh, our 6 month dating yeah. series. I feel like we're like the relationship that we've created over these six episodes is a literal ship and we're now sending it off yeah. into the ocean. Be free. <laughs> now go cultivate. Yeah. Be do, together. Do what you need to do because we this gave was, you your best. We built that shit. Man. Yeah. We that really did. We really hey, built that yeah. from the ground up the from the ground. first date. That like we really talked crazy. about it from the first date and now they we're are 100% here. 100% dying together. <laughs> yeah. Because they are right. perfect. There's <laughs> no way that this relationship we have created is not going to be successful so perfect (laughs) right no yeah um let us know what you thought yeah of the entire episode because i know you made it this far you heard everything right 100 percent. let us know if we missed anything if something just doesn't apply to you Mm -hmm. let's talk about it i'm so open to the discourse i'm i really want to hear more like anecdotal Mm -hmm. people's personal like what they're currently you know going through and how they have related to this and and whatnot i'm I'm curious to hear and that will help us to you know figure out what everyone wants to like listen to we obviously have all these ideas of like mm-hmm. what we want to put out really interesting topics but of course wanting to hear from y'all as well of course about what audience you want to involvement baby we really out here yes i'll sing songy gem mm-hmm. i'm just in a really good mood because yeah I'll tell you guys that later. Actually, okay. I'm not going to put this in the episode, but maybe I will. Who knows? Okay. It might be social media sometime. We started recording two episodes a day. Yes. And it feels great. And I'm full of energy. And we yes. finished early. And we got a lot of stuff done. And I felt really productive. Yeah. And me feeling productive is the only way to make me happy. Yeah. It really energizes you mm-hmm. when you feel productive. I yeah. agree. I'm the same way. So high five on that. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And... <laughs> Again, let us know what you thought. If what was the question that we had today? Oh, like what what do relationships mean to you? And yeah. did you find our breakdown of the six month template outline mm-hmm. of dating useful? And will you use it moving yeah. forward in your relationships? Yeah. So curious. Um, give us a comment. Let us know. We're on TikTok, Instagram, about to be on Twitter and on YouTube at we dot the intellectuals. Yes. And all the things. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that covers it, Jem. I think that's it. Well, just like always, I'm Jem. And I'm Renee. And we're the intellectual signing off. Until next time, baby. All right. Bye.